Greetings, this is Arvette McLean with Speak, The Universe Listens. As a very young person, I always felt that I carried the weight of the world on my shoulders, having to make grown-up decisions in order to survive a life marked by physical, sexual, and emotional abuse. While my face was smiling on the outside, on the inside I was secretly crying and miserable. However, over the years, I learned some gems that helped to turn my life around. I now get to live the life of my dreams, filled with love, travel, and wonderment. And I am absolutely passionate about sharing what I have learned with you. If you want to live your best life, tune in each week as I, along with some awesome guests, share these life-changing gems with you. Inspired to be more, do more, have more. Greetings. Today's topic is, does race matter? When we talk about creating the lives that we love, oftentimes people ask me the question, does race matter? Particularly when it comes to African-Americans and having somewhat of a limited re um, access to resources. So is it as easy for African-Americans to apply these same principles of creating the life that you would love? So my answer to that question is yes, race absolutely matters. And no, race does not matter at all. So why does race matter? Why do I say that race matters? Well, all we have to do is look around us at our current reality and, and at our past, and we can see that it is just so many injustices and um, inequities and all kinds of things that's going on that will limit our access to things. So I want to talk a little bit first about energy fields. So everything has its own energy field. Um, and when I say energy field, a lot of times I will use that word interchangeably with vibration, um, with vibrational frequency or frequency. So um, energy field, vibration, vibrational frequency and frequency, I'm just using those words interchangeably to mean pretty much the same thing. Um, but everything has its own energy field um, and they're actually machines that will um, measure energy fields. And so things like rocks, um, trees, um, the ink pen, anything has its own energy field. But also thoughts carry an energy field. Um, you can feel the feeling in your body. So a thought creates a feeling and you feel in your body and then you emit that out into the world and then that is your energy field. And as you know, we don't need any kind of fancy equipment to feel the feeling from a thought. So you know when someone's having good, positive, cheerful thoughts because you can feel that energy from them. Or if their thoughts are of a low vibrational frequency, you can feel that as well. So everything has an energy field. And the thing is, whatever is in your energy field, whatever you're projecting out, however you're vibrating, you are then attracting that same thing back to you. So here's the catch. The way we think and the way we feel is oftentimes handed to us by the people who love us, by you know, our families, by our churches, our schools, the communities that we're in, 
um, through the media, all types of things, is how we actually get our value systems, our belief systems, and the way that we think. Now, if as African Americans, if we're looking out into the world, observing our current reality, observing what is, observing injustices and inequalities and the need for struggle and hardship and the feeling of lack and the feeling of being treated unfairly, then we are carrying that in our energy field. And we learn this at a very young age that this is how, this is how it is. And so at a very young age, we're already vibrating on that frequency. And like I said, if we're vibrating there, we're attracting there. So we're, that's our attraction point. Our point of attraction is exactly what's in our energy field and the way we're vibrating. Now, a lot of times, um, I don't think too many of us, as a, as a rule, of course there are exceptions to the rule, but as we grow and mature, um, a lot of the things that we learn along the way, um, we could learn to possibly hate the whole system of racism and we feel the need to fight it or we could feel a sense of despair about it, like maybe it's too big and there's nothing that we can do about it. Or maybe we might come out feeling like it's just the way it is and we just gotta roll with it, you know, roll with the punches, make the best out of a bad situation. Or we may even have been taught that we have to struggle. Um, and if that means working two and three and four jobs, then you gotta do what you gotta do. And a lot of times there is an honor that goes along with the whole ideal of struggle, an honor and a sense of pride that goes along with it. But no matter what um, you come out of your youth with, you still have that underlying feeling of, I'm not being treated fairly. Now, it's not always said out loud because in my own household, no one ever, we never had a conversation about race in my own household. Um, but just from observing the world and observing the way my family went about their lives, there were certain things that by the time I got 18, there were, I had a lot of, a lot of ideals, um, belief systems that as it related to race. In particular, I do know that I had the, the underlying feeling that it was not okay to want things that you can't afford. And you know, I got that honestly because whenever, you know, let's say if I go to the store with my mom and I'm saying, can I have, can I have, can I have? She's like, no, you can't. <laughs> and you know, sort of like, in, like it seemed like she was mad and maybe in some ways she was, I don't think she was really mad at me for asking, but in some ways, I guess when you can't um, provide um, your children with the things that they want, maybe that does cause you to feel some kind of way. But I internalized that and I realized for myself that it was not okay to want things that you cannot currently afford. So that's one belief system I came out with. Um, it came out with just the whole ideal of it is what it is, accept it, roll with the punches type of thing. And I also came out with the ideal that it's honorable to struggle that working hard is something that you needed to do in order to survive. Um, and you just work probably until your fingers fall off if you needed to. Um, by the time I was 18 and left home, I ended up going to a, a college where I was one of only 10 black students on campus. And that was my first time being faced with racism up close and personal. And so by the time I left that whole experience, I had the feeling of anger as it related to race and the need to, to feel like I needed to fight. 
And so what I'm saying is, this is what I'm walking around with in my energy field. And the thing about energy fields, as I said before, what you put out, that's what you're going to attract back. And so surely, if I'm putting out the whole ideal of I'm being treated unfairly, um, things are unjust for me. Um, so basically, I'm looking out into reality, into my current reality, and then I'm carrying that with me. And so I'm guaranteeing that I'm going to recreate that in my future. Because our, our current reality in the moment, in the present moment, is when we're creating our reality for the future. Our thoughts today creates the future for tomorrow. And so does race matter? I say yes, because as African-Americans, we are walking around in a belief system that is guaranteeing that we will continue to repeat that cycle as long as we continue to look at what is. Now, why do I say race does not matter at all? I say race doesn't matter at all because no matter if you're black, green, or purple, we're all connected to the source of all that is. And whether you call that source God or the creator or the universe or um, divine presence, whatever you call this source, we're all connected to it. And the source doesn't have favorites. It doesn't respond to some people and don't respond to others. So the source of all that is responds to all of us equally. And so what that means is whatever we're vibrating out, no matter who you are, that's what you're going to attract, things of similar vibration, things of a similar energy field. You're going to attract that back to you. And so with that being the case, and um, if you're putting out, if your attention is on what is and what you're looking at isn't pretty, if what you're looking at is lack and um, just the need to struggle, um, hardship, if that's what you're looking at, then you are most definitely going to get that. But what, of course, you would need to do is take your attention off of all the things you don't want and put your attention on the things that you do want. And when you change your energetic vibration, then you change what is being drawn to you. And it's easy to change it in the moment. It doesn't take rocket science to change what you're, what you're vibrationally putting out into the universe. Um, so that's the thing that we need to practice doing it and becoming aware, being aware that in every moment we're creating our future. And so when we become aware of that, that someone is listening, the universe is listening to us in every moment. Every moment of your life is like a prayer. Um, it's a signal. You're sending out these signals. And so just like, let's say if you were at school and you're um, kind of whispering to your friend and the teacher's talking, and then they call on you. The teacher calls on you, and you're just like, huh, what? <laughs> and then you realize you have to get focused because now the teacher is listening to you. So you have to get focused, figure out what's going on, getting clear, and then clearly stating what it is that you want. By the same token, we have to be aware the universe is listening and is responding to us. So whatever we have in our, whatever, when we look around, whatever we see, that is the universe responding to us. Um, it's always a perfect match. 
what you're putting out, you're getting back. And if when you look around you, you like what you see, then you know your vibration is you're, vibra you're vibrating in a way that you're in tune with all the things that you want. And if you look around and there are things in your environment that you don't want or things in your environment that you would love to have that's not there, then you know it's time for you to tune in and get focused. Get focused on what it is that you want. Get clear, clearly stated, clearly put it in your um, energy field. Take your attention off what you don't want. Get that out of your space and put your attention on what you do want. Focus on that. And one thing, of course, I, I like to say repeatedly is, it's not just the way you think, it's the way you feel. So you want to spend time feeling the feeling. So let's say, for example, you want abundance. If you want abundant health, abundant relationships, abundant finances, abundant joy, whatever, just spend some time feeling abundant. Like, do that right now. Feel abundant in your body. What does that feel like? Perhaps it feels like expansion, uh, expansion to you, or perhaps it feels like you're unlimited, or you're in the flow. But feel it. Feel abundant right now. And make that your new prayer, your daily prayer. Every day, walk around feeling abundant. Start emitting that into the universe. Let that be your signal out into the universe and watch how your life unfolds. So thank you for listening. And if you have not done so, please make sure you subscribe to our channel by clicking on the button below. And if you have questions or comments, please make those as well. And if you have not yet gone to my website to get your free gift, do so at arvetmcclain.com. That's A-R-V as in Victor, A-T, McLean, M-C-C-L-A-I-N-E.com for your free gift. Until next time, this is Arvette.